Flex and Frooms. The Flex and Frooms catch-up podcast. Flex and Frooms. I've been thinking about toxic co-workers. Not that I have any because I'm mostly self-employed, but somebody sent me uh, an article about how to deal with toxic co-workers. I've been thinking back at my employment history and trying to think, have I worked with anyone toxic? I couldn't think of anyone particular. And so it made me think, was I the toxic co-worker? Ooh. I know I wasn't mm. because <laughs> I, I, I asked everyone and they said <laughs> I was and, fine. And I did have a gun to their head, but <laughs> I digress. Um, but I still have a lot of friends from previous jobs. So I will say that's a reference check. However, I found an article. That is a great reference check. Oh, definitely. I still got a group chat. Amazing. It's called Foot and we all have funny names. How do you spell that? F-E-W-T because like we'd see things in the supermarket and we'd all put on a voice like chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. And then Jackie would be, um, there's a girl called Tegan and we call it Tiguan, like the Volkswagen. <laughs> and then there's one called Christy Pisty. Um, Jackie what is- What was your name? Jacklet. Oh, what is my name? Hold on. Oh, okay. Nah, we got to get it. You got to oh. go through the archives. It, nah, it's popping. It's my fifth chat down. Um, my name, nicknames, is Chocolate. Because I was a big fan of chocolate, go down to the local Woolworths, get myself a pack of raspberry frogs and a block of dream Please chocolate. King, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's Why am I holding my I'm, breath? I'm stress eating, okay? <laughs> it was a real time. Um, anyway, so no toxic workers in my vicinity. However, and we will get on to what, how we do with toxic co-workers. I did, we were in a co-working space. I did sit next to a chick who was a graphic designer and I would eat bananas every morning and put the banana peel into like the place where you put the paper, like where you put the ba- paper in the bin. So I just put all my food scraps the in recycling? there. No, no, no. It was like a little bin next to my desk. I put all oh, my food okay, scraps right. in there. I had a terse talking to who was the toxic one in that situation. Yeah, that's so gross. I'd say her. You've got a you're a repeat offender. So how to deal with toxic co-workers? It's a very very important skill that I believe can be learnt. It can be instilled because nobody likes to be bullied in the workplace. That's a serious thing. I've got many friends that have been bullied in workplaces. It really fucks with your confidence when you're an adult. What does that look like? Because I know a lot of like manager bullying, but not co-worker bullying. Yeah, I think it is when you're constantly undermined. Or when you're dobbed on, people dob on people in the corporate world. It's crazy. I can see why. It's a dog-eat-dog world. Not only is it a dog-eat-dog world, but I think that corporate spaces oscillate between you're on your own versus we're all in this together, like clockwork, in the same conversation. You know, it's like we all have a plan and then what are you going to do? It's like, oh, I thought we were all in this together. It's like, no, no, you've got your to-do list and your deadlines. And then you hear people being like, oh, I, I tried to ask for help. And they were like, well, you have to figure it out. We can't help you. Do you know what I mean? So I can imagine people get to the point where they're kind of like, if I only have myself, well, then this is how it needs to go. I think the most toxic dynamic comes from um, you've got like, not even your junior, let's say you've been doing like two hours, two years at a company and then someone comes in that's like a fraction above you. Like they've got, you're like the assistant, no, you're an account manager. Someone comes in as an account director, but you live in a, you're working in a company that like throws around titles. They're going to be like clawing for the next role. It's when there's like this clawing for the next role dynamic where they need to show that they're managerial, Mm. um, but, like, you need to earn respect, okay? So don't just come in and start bossing me around, love. I've been here for longer. That's the tea. That is tea. Okay. 
The least toxic workplace ever I ever um, worked in was the car yard. Mind you, I was you for your three shifts. I was a bit of a shit kicker at your dad's <laughs> at your dad's job. <laughs> My dad was. You're like, actually quite sick. <laughs> Everyone's really nice to me. Like I don't have any issues. I got away with like spending spending commission that I didn't actually win. I bought a Prada bag. I remember. <laughs> okay. How to deal with toxic co-workers, colleagues. I found a little, um, some advice to everyone. Number one, identify the toxic colleagues. This is a very important step because it could be you. Here are some things to work. So we just like said some things to look out for. Here's a few more to add. They're rude and disrespectful. They're confrontational and aggressive. They blame others for their mistakes. That's a big one. They're always greedy and unsatisfied. That's a bit of that. Um, They act like they know everything. They frequently use sarcasm. That's the big one. That's the plausible mm-hmm. deniability hotshot. They frequently use negative language. I don't really know what that is. They're controlling. Again, that could be put down to being a boss. Mm-hmm. They frequently use negative body language and gestures. Then understand that they are your toxic colleagues. And it can be exhausting, it says. So things you should do is like learn about them. So Learn about what? Like about like take notes, it's saying. Take notes of their behaviour in a little diary. Oh, bookmark it. Yeah, bookmark it. And then review these notes later to see if they reflect your own feelings. So like gather how you feel in the moment and then um, revise. One of those moments where you say, is this me? Is this a me problem or is this a problem that everyone's experiencing? Which is important because sometimes I think you can like gaslight yourself into thinking that things are worse than they are. Like not, I remember. Not gaslight, but like exacerbate it, right? Mm. I feel like you can gaslight yourself, speaking from personal experience. Like I worked with this person that said that they never eaten McDonald's as if it was like a good thing and I thought that was the worst thing ever. And do you, th- you think they gaslit themselves? I think I gaslit myself into thinking, oh, that that means that they're X, Y, Z, that means that they're X, Y, Z, when really that's just who they are and I needed to accept that and not make a judgment, even though they were passing judgment on the fact that I eat McDonald's every week, okay? like I said I think some people that engage in workplace bullying are trying to get up in the ladder so if they seem to be underappreciated or scared of the next step in their career it's best to avoid bringing the matter to your manager so like yeah I think a lot of the time people are doing it because they're afraid of their own standing Hmm. can we have some from your brain I don't love this article Hmm. yeah I think it feels like a it feels like a wiki how yeah, like a prescriptive thing that doesn't exist in real life. Because mm. I think of situations where I've been in a workplace, like under full-time employment, and I've not felt supported. And in order to go through HR, you would need to go through your manager, who's the one that's making your time feel terrible. Or you tell your manager that um, you're, like, you can't get your work done because the person that you're meant to be working with isn't doing their work. But then you get put in a weird position because why are you throwing them under the bus? But now I've got to suffer because I've just never been in a, I've never had work friction that could be resolved in a practical way. Mm. Never, ever, ever. Never have I had an issue and gone to a fellow coworker, a manager or even HR and had it been resolved. That's what I think you just have to like take it. Well, no, I've had, I've had a good experience with bullying workplace and I got them What? Okay, our, talk about our producer Brooke has just said that she's had some good experience. I will say very quickly before we kick into that, um, don't trust HR. Yeah. They're not They don't they're not work for with you, you babe. They work you. for the enemy. Just remember that. Okay, Brookie, take it away, Queen. 
So I had um, an experience with workplace bullying and it was like a manager and then the manager above. And so that was really hard and I didn't really have anyone under me. So they went to HR about me and kind of made up some things, which was wild because I wasn't even considering going to HR. Did they say that you fart a lot at your desk? They did not. However, I definitely did. But um, yeah, ended up explaining, I guess, everything. And it turned out there'd been such a history of it that they ended up all getting fired. More of that. And that's on that. Good on you. I always find in those situations, especially, you know, when you're experiencing tension or friction at work, you're not operating from it. You're neutral. You're in deficit. You're not feeling good. You're emotionally um, depleted. That the thought of going to someone and being like, here, let me explain it from scratch and then get the evidence and then have a conversation. You would sooner just get on with it and quit your job and get a new one. That's what I figure. (laughs) There's something – because honestly, a lot of the times when you are in a workplace where the dynamic isn't good, you're inheriting that. You've walked into an environment that that has existed before you and generally if you're coming in as a junior or someone who's not senior management, you don't – I don't think you have – not that you don't have the capacity to make change. I don't think people are looking to um, like platform the way you think that things should work because you're new, you're not a senior, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There is so much to hate about traditional workplaces. I think it's really, really tricky. And because, you know, I, like I just said earlier, you'd be sooner quitting and finding a new job. But that's not that simple. No. But in this economy. But when you're balancing out can I change the dynamics of a shitty workplace culture or can I remove myself? They're both equally as hard. It's just what you have the energy to do at the time. Godspeed. My favourite, keep your head down. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say nothing, don't see nothing. It's like the mafia. You're with Flex and Frooms. You've been listening to the Flex and Frooms daily podcast. For more, tune in to Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.